My name's Emily. And I'm Ria. You're listening to GCB Bioenergy's Issue Roundup podcast. Global Change Biology Bioenergy is a bi-monthly journal that focuses on the production of biofuels through plants, algae, and waste. It also places special emphasis on how bioenergy systems help to mitigate global change. For more information, visit our website at gcbbioenergy.org. Our first study looks at the interacting effects of timber harvest and climate change in forests. Lead author Megan Kreutzberg and her team used a simulation model to project multiple scenarios that considered rate and intensity of harvest on a forest in northwestern Oregon. Their goal was to see how they would affect the ecosystem's carbon storage. Simulating an increased harvest for timber reduced the forest's ability to store carbon by as much as 16%. Additionally, incorporating changes in climate on these models reduced carbon accumulation because the effects increased respiration. But intensifying the harvest for bioenergy purposes only reduced the forest's ability to store carbon by 2 to 3%. These findings suggest that the ecosystem impacts of bioenergy harvesting could be relatively small. It also suggests which land management practices could be most efficient in adapting to the effects of climate change. The researchers found that bioenergy harvest could potentially be a low-impact renewable energy source for this region, but acknowledged that more research is needed to know the full extent of these impacts. The findings of our second study could potentially help sugarcane become a more widely used biomass crop. Sugarcane has a limited tolerance to cold and therefore can only be produced in tropical and subtropical environments. Kasha Glowaka and her team examined whether the chilling tolerance of Miscanthus giganteus, one of the most widely known biofuel crops, could be transferred to sugarcane by hybridization. The researchers found for the first time that the chilling tolerance of C4 photosynthesis found in Miscanthus could be successfully transferred into sugarcane. Additionally, this can be done without reducing sugarcane's high photosynthetic capacity that they naturally express in warm environments. The researchers said these findings could help sugarcane extend into colder climates. More importantly, they said it could have high value for biomass feedstock and biofuel production, and that their efforts point the way towards a bright future. Our third study examined what characteristics of bioenergy greenhouse gas emissions had the most impact on the length of carbon payback period, in other words, the time it takes a forest to gain back the amount of carbon lost. The research group, led by Thomas Buckles, analyzed 59 studies on biomass greenhouse gas emissions and found that wildfire dynamics influenced carbon payback the most. Studies that took wildfire dynamics into account showed a carbon payback of 856 years, while those that did not had a carbon payback of 51 years. The researchers aimed to look at the impacts of bioenergy greenhouse gas emissions without taking into consideration the assumption of biomass energy carbon neutrality. They said their goal was to help build a scientific consensus to assist society in developing energy policies in the future. They suggest that future carbon payback calculations should have a consistent methodology in order to better standardize the process. Thank you for tuning in. Join us for our next podcast where we will continue to explore exciting findings that deal with bioenergy. Go to our website at gcbbioenergy.org to learn more. And with that... I'm Rhea. And I'm Emily, and we'll see you next time.